Sorry, I'm giddier than usual because I love that intro. I know. Um, It's so dang good. Like, I I might make you play it again a little bit later. (laughs) It gets me just so in the mood uh, in general, but also for the spooks and all that good stuff. Uh, Because obviously if it wasn't uh, by the ominous red glow behind us, by the uh, subject of today's episode, or by the intro... I just um, make my own ominous red glow, honestly. <laughs> it just follows you. It just, um, just happens. We, we're getting spooky with Nerd Herder for uh, the second time uh, annually. We did this last year with a few episodes where uh, that lovely intro was created. Um, and big shout out to one of our favorite shared uh, horror movies and sort of franchises it's got it's a troubled thing with me but it's hit or miss Halloween 3 is amazing um silver shamrock commercials will live in your head forever now so uh, mm-hmm. you're welcome um but yeah so this year we're doing it again we're we're getting spooky um you are digging deeper into uh the control i uh, am group. i've um, got my fingers on so many buttons <laughs> so, so many buttons so many pies my um, thumbs are just Mm. But wait, there's more because, I mean, if you're watching this, so again, reminder, you can watch this like our lovely patron, Brennan Marr. Hello, Brennan. Good evening. Hello there, General Marr. Um, you can uh, join us live Friday nights, um, usually nine-ish o'clock. Usually. <laughs> we make our own time here. Um, but uh, otherwise, obviously, you're listening to this in your ears. But if you catch it live, you'll see... Uh, we got a we got a little different uh different setup. Why'd you put me on the other side? We're, I don't. We're, we're I don't like this. We're separated. What I miss do we you. Do? I miss your musk. <laughs> um, no, we changed up our look a little bit. Something we've been wanting to do a while, and uh, it's more comfortable for us. Hopefully, yeah. you like it. It's going to give us a fuller screen. I know that much, but um, you can kind of see the nice. turtle shelf yeah. right here. You can't see a lot. Again, it's ominous. It's spooky. So it's, it, it, it's it's moody right now, but um, you'll get to see all the cool Star Wars stuff. Uh, and all it, it's just nicer. It's and just the nicer. Gundams. And I want to shout out uh, again, uh, not just our uh, patron Brennan who's with us, but our patrons in general who helped make us being able to do things with our podcast uh, and equipment and all of that possible. Um, if you like us, if you're feeling generous, and uh, if you are loose with your wallet, uh, you can visit our patron in the link below and uh, support us at no cost and no benefit to you. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we, we run a out of the kindness of your heart thing where we we're, you, you get swag, you get stuff, and you get access to an exclusive Discord where we chat about topics and ideas, and patrons contribute to nerd herder things for sure but we don't do a whole lot of, of tangible stuff we're just not big and cool like that 
Um, so it's really, it's up to you. If you like us and you want to give us money and support what we do, you, you can do that. Mm -hmm. um, we would greatly appreciate it. It melts my heart all the time. And, uh, but yeah, it makes things like this possible, us being able to uh, switch up our gig and whatnot. But anyway. Anyways. Anyway. Uh, so link in the description for Patreon and including other important, important things. Uh, if you uh, want to give money to better causes, there's uh, three, four, five, five amazing fundraisers in our description right now that you can give to. So check that out. But anyway, like I said, we're getting spooky. You, you saw the title, but I'm going to pretend that you don't know what we're talking about. What are um, we talking about tonight? I'm a little fuzzy on the details. Well, luckily there's a promo to remind you. There's a legend around here. A killer buried, but not dead. A curse on Crystal Lake. A death curse. Jason Borey's curse. They say he died as a boy, but he keeps coming back. You have seen him and lived. Some have even tried to stop him. No one can. And we have the man of the hour himself with us. <laughs> Jason, how are you doing, sir? Great, great. Thank thank you for taking time out of your, your busy schedule. What are you up to lately? Anything to promote? Uh, murder. Oh, okay. Well, we at Nerdford do not uh, promote or condone murder. Okay. Eight, eight. Right, well, I'm going to have to put in. No, just kidding. It's just our friend Charlie. And Hi, our Charlie. other friend Justice, uh, our other less Jasony friend Justice. I mean, <laughs> yeah, take that off and breathe, buddy. Like, see, these are the gimmicks you get when you tune in live every Friday at nine-ish o'clock. I mean, I coulda uh, could have joined us. Could have joined in the fun. You could. We have enough masks in this home 
in within like reach. I have right. five masks because I have mental instability. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the masks we wear. There's Peck in the episode. There you go. Uh, boys, how 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 are you? Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for committing to a bit, Charlie. That <laughs> we did not ask that for, by the way. Thank, that's just you and your your creative. It's just uh, your personality. Yeah, it's just you. <laughs> oh. But um, glad glad you you guys are here. Um, much like you guys are an obvious choice when we talk about eighties and beyond uh, action and and whatnot. You're you're kind of a obvious pick as well for eighties and beyond. Yeah, uh, horror kind of to a point. Uh, uh, I, I think. Well, Justice, do you want to go ahead and lay it out? before we yeah. get into this. We'll have or, a little bit of a therapy session before. <laughs> therapy, that's expensive. We don't charge, but. Yeah, I mean, I could. Yes. Asking for a lot. Let me um, get my pad out. Lay on the couch. It's a lot. It's a lot. So are we asking what? how do I feel or are we asking how is the feel of this universe well so circa two weeks ago when we talked about it like which kind of was why i was like hey you 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 should come on for this one yeah <laughs> it, this would be an interesting uh perspective to take on like where where were you at uh before this most recent rewatch and here like on because like Look, I could kick you out. I probably won't if you're just like, no, I like no. Fred, Freddy's uh, the real slasher king. I don't, you know, I, 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 you know, whatever your feelings are. So it's like, well, that so, is you know, Chucky Erasure. Yeah. Let the man talk. Listen, right? I am no. Listen, I am, I am, I am a Fred Krueger. That is the guy that I think of when I think of horror movies. Okay. Um, but that's also who I started with. So, you know, me and Fred had a relationship, you know, first. He was my first. You know, so he was my first first. I think Poltergeist was my first. Um, but a lot of out of like, a lot of people's yeah. like kids' beginnings with horror. Yeah, especially in, in our uh, generation. But Fred was my first person, you know, that they had a face to as far as um that. But I grew up I grew up in uh, my mother was really, really church heavy, so that was not allowed as much in the house. Um, but, you know, the way all things work is you have family and friends. Mm -hmm. And when you're at families and friends' house, no control over what they watch. They have cable, whatever is on is on. And for whatever reason, my my family and friends love horror movies. I don't know what that is in the Black community. But it's like the thing <laughs> to like love hate at the same time, you know. Um, okay. But that that was that. So I I started with uh, Freddie and Jason was like I don't say the little brother, but he was kind of like the um, the guy that was like okay, and then we can watch Jason, you know, <laughs> and then we can watch Jason. There's Michael Myers, there's Freddy Krueger, and then Jason. Jason. Yeah, <laughs> there's Jason, and even to be honest, Michael Myers was behind Jason. So it was Fred. Really? It was Fred, Chucky. I say I call him Fred like we were best friends, but Fred, <laughs> uh, Chucky, 
Jason, Michael Myers. Hmm. And there's probably some in between in there as well, which uh, with some other movies and stuff. But because uh, there was a lot of Blockbuster had a whole section of random horror movies that I don't remember the name of, but I know there was some babysitters. Rosemary's Baby. Man. <laughs> yeah, Good yeah. And I was gonna get, in, get into all of the um, all of the what is the um, the movies called that. Uh, the omens and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I just recently uh, opened up the the uh, world of omen franchise to boot because you know I've never seen the remake. For a lot of people, I think it's just it's like the original, and mm-hmm. but it's a whole series. It's a it's an amazing remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, one I will I will defend tooth and nail. I thought it was really well done. Um, I thought it was good. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, but yeah, I love I love the Omen films. Uh, they're a little more obscure, but yeah, that music, man, cool. that music for me, that they knew, they, they knew what they were doing with that. <laughs> so, what's funny is that uh, Friday the Thirteenth is actually older. Um, so, Friday yep. the Thirteenth came out in 1980, and it was 1984, the year of Predator, as well. Uh, that Nightmare on Elm Street came out. That's, That's right. I didn't know that actually. Um, so, although Michael Myers predates all of them, nineteen seventy-eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Really. So, seventy-eight, seventy-seven. It was seventy-eight. Yeah. Seventy-eight. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It um, was what most people call the first slasher, which is incorrect. Nope. Black Christmas is the first slasher. Maniac comes right after that, and then is Halloween. And then, but Halloween, uh, I think, was the most commercially successful. Yes. And yes, it was. That's what spawned Friday the 13th um, and arguably later on uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's still inspiring franchises to this day. Like- sure. So so by that, it was not that you disliked it more so. It was just like it was late to the party for you, so it was less interesting? Yes and no. I, again, so again, in my household, it was not a thing. So if we did watch it, it was uh, at someone else's house. So it was kind of, I didn't have a chance, an opportunity to just like, hey, I'm going to sit and watch all of the horror movies and kind of judge which one. Um, so it was it was more of that. Like, hey, if I got to watch it, I got to be real specific about what I got to watch or what I did watch when I had that little window of time to sure. do it. So it was more of that. But I mean, Jason, I always, I was interested and Jason as a, I think I told you this, John, as a fighter. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think we talked about this in the other action movies too. Like the challenge of like, hey, y'all can't beat this dude. Right. <laughs> you know, like. You're, you're the one that goes in like, no, I got this. I, I know some moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Training yeah. to beat Jason. Oh man. Like I'm trying to beat every person. Uh, that's why I think that's why Freddy Krueger was that the most interesting to me because I was like, dude, I got to fight this dude in my sleep. How do I do that? <laughs> How do I my do that? Crazy. I might, I might help him. Uh, like I might further equip him. <laughs> exactly. Right. Listen, you would be um, awesome with a, with a rocket launcher. But hey, like, you know, fi- find your motivation. If your motivation to get in the gym is I'm going to beat Jason Voorhees if and when it happens. I'm going to buy you know Justice what? a 
workout top that just says training to be a final girl. Yes. It's going to happen. Yes. That's amazing. That's brand. I yes. That's what right. Nobody, hey, nobody steal this. Watching Absolutely this, not. It's this, mine. That's ours. We, we did. We did. We, Write we, that down. We're going to put it on T-Public. Done. Done and done. Um, what's funny is we joked about it earlier off camera, but uh, Friday the 13th was what kind of brought uh, me and Moo and Charlie more together. Yes. Uh, literally then, our first conversation. Yeah, because I, yeah, I don't know. That's right. That's it, right. Was, it was what? It was like on a podcast, Charlie, that we had said something offhanded about uh, the 8th, uh, Friday the 13th. Yep. Was it, it, yeah, and I remember the next day at work, you come mm-hmm. to me and just like, so you know, that's my favorite <laughs> one. Yep. <laughs> Literally, I think it was the first thing you said to me was, yep. Yep. so Jason takes Manhattan. You don't like it, huh? And I was like, <laughs> yep, exactly. No. Exactly. I don't like that movie. <laughs> Such a bit. So um, I I love a lot of these, but um, I really love that later era because those were the ones available on YouTube when YouTube was young and like unfiltered. Mm-hmm. Like anything was on YouTube back in the day. And the only limit was like it had to be like 10 minutes, right? Like back in the day when you had a limit on what you could put on YouTube, um, and so it would be like part one of seven of a movie and you'd mm-hmm. watch it in segments and all of the Kane Hodder ones uh, were on there. And that, I remember that being my introduction because um, I had seen uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street, I think the second one, and I'd seen the Child's Play movies, uh, the first two. And so it was. I was like in, I'm like... Creepy, weird, supernatural stuff. I want more of these stories, and um, so going down the rabbit hole with YouTube and having untethered access of just like Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven, Part you know, and just going from there. Like such different times. Um, so I'm I'm fond of anything Kane Hodder. Uh, I'll say. Fair. Uh, I, I think definitely Manhattan. He looks really good. That's oh, one of my favorite yes. things about it. And if you don't know who we're referring to, Kane Hodder is Jason in the later the Friday the 13th movies. He is Jason from part seven up until Jason X, um, which I have a list of all of the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And hopefully continuing after. I, I don't think Derek Mears did a bad job in no, the remake. He, he did a fantastic job. <laughs> that remake is we'll get to it. Watch the remake. But uh, on the topic of uh, Jason's actors. I feel like yes, now, now is the time. Any, so literally like an hour ago, we, we sat down, we're getting all of our new setups set and everything. And we're just chit chatting. And uh, just scrolling on Twitter finds out that uh, Ted White, who played Jason in part four, the yep. final chapter, did a um, fantastic job. He was a very great, and if, like, look up some interviews of him. He's in the interviews uh, on the fan documentary. His name is Jason, the Crystal Lake Diaries. Crystal Lake Memories, um, yep. Yep. Like, there's lots of great interviews. He's a really great guy, um, and very Southern, but also very, An like, actual charming. cowboy. An actual cowboy, uh, and he got to play uh, Jason when he was, like, 54. Yep. Uh, which, that was a long time ago, and so, unfortunately... He passed away today at 96 oh. years old on uh, on uh, Friday the 14th. 
I know. Missed, missed, missed it, it by that much. Missed it Poor by that guy. much. But uh, um, uh, a hack and slash to you, sir. You yeah. were great. From, from all accounts, he was an incredible dude. Like, there is literally no one in the documentary that has a bad word to say about the guy, except for Corey Feldman. For Corey. But who cares what Corey Feldman <laughs> says? Oh, Honestly, man. he is um, a complicated fella. Yeah, we're just not going to touch it. We're, so, nope. we're, but, uh, we're not going to touch it at all. Yeah. Tommy Jarvis is a character. So that that's kind of sad. That that like literally before an episode talking about Jason. Yeah. Um, because that's what that's what this largely is going to focus on. So we're not going to go necessarily movie by movie except to journey with the character so for anyone looking for specific reviews on each individual part it'll be hard to get into all of that necessarily um but like casting a spotlight on the character yes of jason, the legend of jason the legend the story the, the lore he that makes him interesting and yes five out of five hockey masks for that epic punful title uh, by Boop. Thank uh, you. Them truly. And so, um, so yeah, so it's, it's largely going to focus on this interesting character mm -hmm. um, throughout uh, really 30 years of film, but it was 42 years ago. Um, so it just yeah. depends on if we get technical. But anyway. We so, could get technical, but we're not gonna. No. So uh, that also means that and it was Boop's idea, so Boop is largely in charge. So, oh boy, that's a terrible idea. But here we are. <laughs> here we are. So we're we're at your at at your mercy, Boop. Well, like it would be a good idea to start with, like Friday the Thirteenth, the first movie. Yes. Iconic horror movie. Jason does not appear except for the end, okay. and in reality, not really. Uh, he's played by Eric. Ari Lehman, as well as a couple of stunt actors um, in that movie. Literally just a kid in pounds and pounds of makeup. Good for him. Um, yeah, we get the first mention of Jason's backstory, which is, oh, hey, I'm going to kill a bunch of teenagers having sex because, you know, my son died. Whoops. Mm -hmm. I, Pamela, no, not that's not her name. What's her name? The uh, real Betsy ladies. Palmer. Yes, Betsy Palmer. She said in an interview that she doesn't think of Pamela Voorhees as a murderer because she was exacting revenge, and I disagree. Well, she, no, so she was she was quoting fans because oh. she was because she, she was like, "Why do y'all like this so much?" Because so many people will come up to her. It's like, "Oh my gosh, Mrs. Voorhees!" Mm -hmm. and it's just like, "What is wrong with you people?" and Apparently, that was what a fan had told her was like, you're so relatable, we get it. You, you know, it's just like you're avenging your dead son and everything. Still. Still, still crime. <laughs> cool motive. Still murder. Still, still very Sorry, kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Do you guys, like, do you do you, do you have an opinion that here? side of it? Or is it just up and down? No, she, she was psycho. I, I think it's not murder. Really, explain yourself, son. It's it's just like it's just revenge. It's just revenge. It's just revenge, you say. It's just revenge. I, I I I feel like it's just revenge on like the original camp counselors who were being negligent. Yes, absolutely. But after that, but but these these camp counselors who were having sex and 
not paying attention to the campers. They're 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 responsible too. Yes, they are. <laughs> like I get his, so her whole thing in the first movie is I can't let them open up the camp again. Right. Yes, like, that's why you know she was poisoning the water supply. She was. Uh, lighting fires in the camp, I think, is also there, a line of dialogue. There's all this stuff. Like, if you're just looking around the corner for the killer, like, you miss all of these things where she's clearly been sabotaging. Mm -hmm. um, and like, like the electric box that they're working on. Yeah, and so it, it does make it seem like this was the last resort. Like, she didn't jump straight to, I'm going to ax them. It's like, all right, they will not go away. Yes. Um, maybe maybe a murder or two will scare them off. Yeah. Um, and also, this the original incident takes place in 1957, which would make Jason Howell in 1980. I'm sorry. The original incident happened when? In 1957. 57. So calculator. Uh, he'd Calculate. Be 23. Yeah. 23. Dang. So when we get to Baghead Jason, which is accurate for yeah that. Yeah. In part two played by Stephen Dash and Warrington Gillette. Well, so before we get oh, there, um, so, Justice, you, you oh, yes. we were talking earlier about that ending scene uh, where Jason comes out of the water and, and whatnot. Do you remember what you were, what point you were making with that? Because I was like, wait, wait, save it for the podcast because I have Oh, thought. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because I asked you the question, do you think that the camp is haunted or is the lake haunted? And that started kind of an argument. Something along those lines. This is, uh, so for people that don't know, so much of this podcast, like... It happens off camera. a bunch of like, ooh, remember that, and then we don't remember that. <laughs> of course. One of us would think to write it down. Please continue, Justice. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, put it on me. Um, I also didn't remember to write that down. Um, I have no idea <laughs> what <laughs> we were talking about. I remember you asking that question about the lake or the camp. Um, I do not remember where that stemmed from. So, um, yeah, that's what I got so far. <laughs> Well, I'll I'll say I'll pick it back up and say I don't think any of it's haunted. No. Well, because um, hmm. I don't I don't think that last scene is real. Like him coming out of the water, I don't think that's yeah. real. Yeah, it's not a carry end, or it is a carry ending. Like you said, like so twenty three, like the timeline doesn't fit. That's not a twenty three year old boy. That's the boy. Right. I, I think it's just PTSD in that moment. Um, in a very nice scene up until, you know, that happens. Yeah. So it's I, a lovely lake. I think the Jason we see in two is, is real out there somewhere. And what happens here inspires Jason mm -hmm. to really be the, the main character of this, this yeah. furniture. And also, before we get too deep into it, I completely forgot to mention up the top, we have a lot of Jason's look to thank uh, from the special effects master, Tom Savini. Uh, he also did all of the uh, SFX for the kills and whatnot. Incredibly well done. He plays Jason's arm several times in this franchise, and he does an excellent job swinging an axe or a fire poker or a machete or a party horn 
or uh, sleep. No, he wasn't in a sleeping bag. No, he didn't do sleeping bag. <laughs> no, he didn't do sleeping spear. bag. The spear. He did do the spear. the spear. He did shove a spear through a couple of teenagers at one point. Yeah. Great time. Shush kebab. So, but was that the thing for you, Justice, where it was like, what's the deal with the boy? Hmm. I think it was. I think it was on the line of what, um, what not so much was the deal with the boy, but what was the deal with um, thinking that every for me thinking that it wasn't real. The whole lake thing, okay. not mm -hmm. in general, but the whole last boy drink bringing him down in the water because I do. Um, if you remember the the uh was it the people in the hospital or there was the police officer that said there was no there was no boy it was you know you just fell out the boat yeah um yeah. same thing in the second one um where they were like uh you know nah it's just you it's just you mm -hmm. fam um and same thing in the third one <laughs> like well, you don't know nobody else you know mm -hmm. yeah like i remember because we you know in in getting ready for this and, and going through those um I remember like saying like I liked the fake outs. I liked the tradition of the end mm -hmm. with a surprise. Mm -hmm. Eventually, the next movie would tell you it's not real, but the you don't know. Yeah, um, is that really how we're going to end it, or or what? Um, I kind of like that because it's almost this commentary on like they're forever looking over their shoulder now. Yeah, um, right. survivor's guilt. Right. You know, it's, it's not just over when the credits roll which is kind of an elevated thought for don't you ever say the word horror <laughs> don't no don't. For, no for, for like these slasher movies of this era where it's just like no we just want to make a movie and make money and then maybe do another one next year mm -hmm. like it's a big thought to be like to leave it on the point of like yeah and they're screwed up for life now yeah yes like the end of sleepaway camp yes yeah. like that third i think it was the third one where, um, you did see um I'm trying to remember her name, but the the character that survived um, was, I mean, in the back of the police car, you know, like, hey, she, she looked like she was at that point. She was like, yeah, mm -hmm. she, she was. And, and, and really, like, I don't like um, and it's a little it's a little ahead. I don't like the looks of Jason in, in the third one. But mm. that last fake out where he's running out of the house at her and it turns out to be fake that works for me. Yeah. Like that's really good and unsettling more so than somehow like a jump scare, like the, the first few did um, something about like a deranged mongoloid mountain man running at you. Uh, it, it gets me a little bit more just like, all right, stop. Like, no, stop <laughs> it. No. Stop. <laughs> I think y'all did touch on when you said it earlier, uh, or one of y'all said it earlier, the PTSD um, or post-traumatic post -traumatic stress part of it. Like that is, that's like the real, cause I'm looking, I mean, just watching the movies, you're like, that is something to live with, you know, when mm -hmm. the, sure. um, in the third one, when the girl was telling the story um, to, you know, her guy, you know, everybody has their love interest. But, yeah. Um, she was telling that story and she was like, yeah, you know, I was sleeping in the woods and, you know, and I was the weirdest again. Yeah, not a black thing, but, you know, I'm sleeping <laughs> in the woods, it's raining, I'm under this oak tree and yeah, this person that has this 
face that I will never forget. <laughs> I'm trying to be real PC with my words right now. Mm-hmm. Um, face only a mother could love. There, yes, obviously. Um, if they want to use that for a tagline, they should. I know. That's good. Yeah, I thought, is that not That's something that tagline. came from? <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe. No. I'm sure somebody smarter than us is already Probably. Sorry, but anyway. Yeah. No, but yeah, that's that's PTS, man. That, that's a real thing. It has to be for that. And I, I like the fact that they kind of inadvertently touched on that. Yeah. Bit. Yeah, I don't want to give, like, not that I think there's anybody that made these movies to crap on, but I don't want to give them too much credit to think that they aren't fully included it. But mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely um, in there because of what they wanted to do. Yeah. And, and I like that. Um, certain films more than others hit on like trauma like i think you had said in our discord uh group like trauma changes your brain chemistry it changes yeah. you as a person on a deep level yep uh any kind of trauma you know mm-hmm. and so to have that shown in any which way and represented is, is oh yeah pretty interesting and pretty deep and, and kind of meaningful it's like the end of uh texas chainsaw massacre where sally is in the back of the truck screaming mm-hmm. and laughing like that is, yeah, not she is messed up. Yeah. yeah, she is forever going to live with the knowledge that people out there exist and they do horrible things like that. Yeah. Um, On a so, lighter note. <laughs> so, so uh, hillbilly Jason. Hillbilly Jason up there in the them there mountains. Technically, his first appearance, other than flashbacks and the dream. This is really where we get him as the main character and yeah. really start to get more story. Cause the first movie is kind of a one-off. You could almost have that movie yeah. by itself. It's an excellent movie. It's, um, it's a, it's a Kevin Bacon's first movie. movie. Was it his first first? It was his first movie. Yes, his uh, first Footloose movie. didn't come out until 1983. Yep. He had a long way to go until Tremors. Yep. Wait a minute. Nope. Oh, Animal House. Anything better he was in Animal House first, and then Friday the Thirteenth. Sorry, R.I.P.D. comes close, but Trimmers is Kevin Bacon's finest work. Just excellent work there. Footloose, Footloose. I, I hate the person that you choose to be sometimes. Footloose is one of the greatest movies of all time. I would okay, agree with anyway. you. Thank but you. You know what? You know what's a big a big shame? What? Everyone else has a star, Hollywood star, except for Jason. That's true. For Jason. That is honestly a travesty. Wait, does Fred? Does, does Freddie Krueger have Robert England has a star. He does. Man. As he should. Godzilla has a star. Godzilla has a star. Well, Godzilla, he's, he's world renowned. So yeah. I wonder, like, what's the process on that? Like, what do you. Do you have to have so many people vote for you? I think it is a, a voting kind of thing. That's I I know that Big Bird has one. Interesting. I'm confused. Well, he should like yeah. The cultural phenomenon that is Jason Voorhees should be immortalized on Hollywood Square. It's Jason, true. Jason is just as big as Batman, as Superman. I mean, he is because you yeah. you you find yeah. people who've never watched a movie but they know. Yeah. Who Jason is, and they know what he looks like. Exactly. Right. We, we tried to prove a point when we were um, out at the store earlier, and like you know, at a glance, uh, you you know, normally you can spot. Oh, there is the the hockey mask, the generic hockey 
mask. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, there's the pseudo Michael Myers. Like, you, you can usually see the big ones um, on any Halloween costume rack. We did not, uh, which I guess good for you. Also, I guess these kids are just into different things. But yeah. uh, nonetheless, that's what kept it so alive. Is this just like, you know, it was an easy and recognizable costume. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, just so iconic. But it, but it doesn't start that way because I guarantee if if Jason had never grown beyond the potato sack, he would not be as popular. No, he nope. looks like the uh, antagonist of the town that dreaded or the yeah the town that dreaded sundown. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, the, which is a true story. It is a yeah. true story, and it's a fantastic movie which, on top of that. Which was a, a true story that was like unfolding around that time too. Yep. So yes, it was, like, it was. It was really bold of them, and the fact that they got away with like mm -hmm. largely copying and pasting a real criminal. Oh yeah, they they exaggerated and they embellished it, but not, a lot of people did that um, with stories. Uh, yeah, the Texarkana murders. Mm -hmm. Do yourself a favor and uh, look into those. Watch the first one and then watch the remake. Yes, the remake's good too. Um, but that, that was my first. That was my first horror movie. Was really that, that dreaded sundown? Yep. Wow, that's so specific. I think. Well, no, I think I know mine. I think I'm pretty. I am pretty dang sure mine was Child's Play. Mine was it. Pretty sure. Justice, what was your first? Was it? Was it was? Do you remember which Freddy Krueger? I remember it was Freddy the one. I think it was. Oh, I was. I think. I, I think it might have been three. It was the one where they could use I think their it was the one where they could fight back. Where they learn how to fight back. Yeah. Dream Warriors? Dream yeah, Warriors. Such a good movie. Warriors. I remember okay. the guy in the wheelchair. And I yes! He could stand up. And he, you know, it was a whole thing. I'm a like, warlock. So, yeah. <laughs> like, Listen. You know, yes. Oh, then, my see, God. See, okay, so so here's here's the thing about that. So in, in Dream Warriors, they had to get him out of the chair to kill him. Yes. Jason doesn't give Give to no. no. He, he kills. He pushes hey, them down the stairs. <laughs> you disabled. My you favorite gay? thing. You you you're you're, uh, you're disabled uh, and gay. You're, you're disabled and gay. You're which dead. was the case with that guy. You're a minority. You're he is an equal opportunity slasher. It's you don't true. Too many of those these days. Just, well, yeah, he doesn't kill kids though. No, he doesn't. Oh, oh my gosh! Because so. there's one scene where he where he and, and uh, I can't remember which one it was, but he goes into the camp. And he's he scares them. That's oh, what's the one with the cop? He bends him in, in half. Is that? Oh, that's um, a good one. Is that Jason oh, I Lives? I think I that think, is Jason I Lives. Think, uh, yeah, I think it's Jason Lives. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's the the cop dad, right? Yep, 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 yep. Yep. That's where I he gets the. That's where he gets the the cut and the um, mask. Yeah. So good. So um, a funny thing and a shout out, and uh, you know, obviously, I'm um, what. I, I saw it. I just now saw Charlie's mug. Oh yes, that's a good mug. <laughs> um, I'm I'm clearly biased because it was my first, and I love the Child's Play franchise. I love Chucky. Um, you can binge the entire season of the show uh, on Peacock, and they're uh, fairly cheap uh, at a monthly rate. But honestly, you can finish it in a month for four ninety nine. Um, but in there, there's a joke where um, Chucky's talking to someone and uh, he's like, you know, all right, like, 
the world is our oyster. Get out there and murder. Uh, and they're like, wait, do do we kill babies? Like, like define who we can murder. And he's like, no, we're not monsters. Define it's, infant. It's, it's, yeah, it's like, it's like, you know, once they start walking, they can be pretty wily. That's true. <laughs> and it's a, it just yeah. made me think of that, where it's just like, that. you know, that's an interesting scale of yeah. what they kill a child. Also yeah. speaking of uh, child's play in general, uh, in Bride of Chucky, there is a close-up of a locker uh, in a police station, and you see a hockey mask. Yeah. It's not a very good one, but hey, Jason wears a hockey it's mask. Probably the same one me and Charlie were talking about that I bought at like a dollar school as a kid. Probably. <laughs> probably. But there's also um, Michael Myers mask and the razor glove and the whatnot. So none of that matters right now. We're talking about Jason. Yeah. Well, yeah Jason. Jason, trying Jason. to. Jason. So we're at Child's Play. Or, mm, not Child's Play. We're at Friday the 13th, too. Uh, where he gets a little bit more personality, if you'll call it that, I guess. Uh, he's definitely angry because somebody killed his mommy. And you know what? That's that, that's going to mess you that's, up. That's fair. Yeah, he's he's built a shrine to mommy in his little shack. Good for him. Arts and crafts is good for a growing boy. Right. You know? Um, got to stay busy. Got to. Is it... It's the first four movies, I think, that uh, someone said they take place in the in like in a, a weekend. Adjacently. Adjacently. I don't. I don't believe it's a weekend. I I want to go back and count the sunrise sunsets because I'm pretty sure we have a couple mm -hmm. in at least um, part. And then uh, we got the time jump with Annie. Three and four. Uh, yeah. No, well, so wait a minute. So the beginning of part two is like right after. Yes. Um, not like the next day, but like it's it's fairly soon after. Like the main, uh, the final girl from the first one is trying to like acclimate back, and and in a, in an opening scenes talking to someone, I think their mother and, and like complaining about like trying to get back to normal. You know, more yeah. of that like post traumatic stress stuff. Fair. Um. And she gets offed, so yes. Jason gets his revenge. And With a then, faulty prop. Like, wanders back into the forest for five years? Is it a five-year? Yeah. No, I think it's five years. I think it years. is, yeah. yeah. So from that time jump, from that five years later, the events happen on Friday the 13th. Mm. Supposedly, the next part three is the next day, so uh, Saturday the 14th. Yeah. And then supposedly part four is Sunday the 15th. Yes. Supposedly. Supposedly. And then we get another time jump. I challenge everyone uh, who, who's interested or, or cares to join me in checking that out, because I just I don't think that's accurate. Um, but clearly it's like boom, boom, boom. It does, it, it is like connected, but I think like there's a couple of days. Yeah. Um, in, at least in part three that happened. Get Matt Pat on here because Lord knows he knows how to timeline. So nonetheless, the first the first four are kind of condensed for sure. Yeah. Um and like I said, in part two, Jason is played by Stephen Dash, Warrington Gillette, and a stunt performer that I did not write down the name of because I am a terrible podcaster. No. Uh, no, and damn. 
<laughs> but you can definitely notice a. Turns out it was too short. Yeah, probably. Well, at first, Jason and Jason too, he was he was he wasn't that tall. No, no. Jason too, he was, he was just a dude. Yeah, I, I he was he, thick, but he wasn't like um, hulking. Which, which one? Boy. Is, is it part three that has the? Um, Acrobat guy? Yes, part three yeah, um, is yeah. Richard that's Brooker. Time, that's the first time he got big. Yeah. Um, he was big and loomy, and that would also, again, supposedly the next day, but he lost all of his hair. Exactly. Because you go from the second one, he is a hairy mountain man, clearly no access to, like, like stuff. Well, um, like, a high-stress situation, you, you lose your hair. All right. Okay. Yeah. No, Do you remember? Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was going to jump, and this we can come right back because this is a whole other topic. But oh, you know, Jason is—he's a master of stuff, and he knew he what he was doing. It was strategic. Absolutely. It's like I need to be able to move through these woods without nobody <laughs> knowing me. me. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was he was strategic about that. I like to I like to think that once he so so part three is where he gets the mask. That's where yes, from Shelly, the, the original nice guy. Um, and and I like to think that he tries that on and it's just like this hair doesn't work and then like shaves it real quick. Yeah. And then gets back to, to the murder and whatnot. Of course. And part three is, of course, in 3D. So we've got a lot of good kills. Uh, good kills. This is my least favorite question. Mark. I agree with you on that. I'm going to go ahead and drop that. It's, it, it's, it's not good. It's not a great movie. Um, <laughs> I mean, if that's your job, he's yeah. good at his job. Yeah. <laughs> like, he is effective. Like, he has some synergy. Efficient. He is resourceful. This is a great bullet point on a resume, but it is not entertaining. No. <laughs> so this dude did not have his own weapon. I think he had a knife. Yeah. Every other yeah. weapon he used, he borrowed. He put it yeah. back. He was nice about it. But he <laughs> borrowed that harpoon. The harpoon like, kill was very good. That was, was probably the best kill of the movie. Just this a harpoon to the crutch. The, the, um, mm -hmm. the harpoon was the best use of the 3D for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But that that is why I think this is my least favorite. And I'm not like in a it's still an entertaining watch. It's like a it's like a, a yeah. step to the next thing, right? It's it's nothing spectacular, it's just to make another one and get to the next part. Mm -hmm. But you can clearly tell like it's done for the spectacle. Yeah. Um more so than the, it's not like, oh, uh, Jimmy, I've got a great idea. And, you know, and it spawns this whole interesting journey to making the movie. It's just, oh, uh, well, now, you know, the last one is was a really movie. financially successful. We got to do it again. In 3D. Um, yeah. So it's like, so, so many things just didn't work in this movie because they were just trying yeah. to cash in. I think. There is a great uh, scene of someone screaming while going down a spiral staircase that lasts just a bit too long. Right. What were you gonna say, Charlie? I mean, you had you had different movies at the time, like you know, Jaws was in 3D. It was just it was just, it was just on a fa it was just a fad for the time. Mm -hmm. Wait, was Jaws three 3D as well? I think so. Oh it was. See, they weren't even the ones that originate the whole the third one is in 3D thing. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaws three 3D is better than this thing. 
Well, maybe that's a little much. Maybe that's uh, yeah. Have you seen Joker? Stretching it. I got <laughs> I got carried away. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> sorry, Bruce. Yeah. I didn't. You know, it's not. You're not that great. But anyway, no. Uh, um. <laughs> um. So, but hang on. Before we move on from from that, too of far, course. Um, not a great movie, but for whatever reason, like this is the Jason you like. It is my favorite Jason design. Um, obviously. I mean, um, above yeah, for, for me, it's obvious. Yes. Yeah, because you're looking straight up at my shelf full of uh, Friday the Thirteenth three Jasons. One, um, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Count the pop. Eight, nine, nine different uh, iterations of this very specific part yep. three Jason. I like and, the flannel jacket. And I'm going to be honest with you, I pick up with Jason here on three more than I do on one and two. Mm -hmm. He's um, the most interesting part of the movie. Yeah. I'd rather have hockey mask, this design, Jason, than I would, mm -hmm. you know, potato sack and then mommy. Um, I can live without the first two to be this, honest. This is, where he, this is where he became the like stone cold yes. and dominant yep. killer. Yep. Yep. Not right? stone cold, Kane Hunter. <laughs> this, this, this is where he becomes an apex predator. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. It's not revenge and it's not like feral. It's like, and that's the thing. It's is, it's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and you get, you again, this is where he gets big. Yep. You start to get that aesthetic of like, no, he, he's a wall, uh, but he's also somehow fast and, and scrappy. Because mm -hmm. um, in this one, he, he, he he's pretty uh, physical too. Um, so it's not just I think you mentioned it just as like he uses a variety of weapons. Like it's not just the the same old, same old. Like I think this is where he starts to get creative too. Yeah. He's he's been improvising weapons this entire time. And I think we'll we'll talk about the remake later, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into okay. that yet. Uh, we're gonna we'll we're moving through it uh, as quickly as we can. So we get to Friday the thirteenth part four. A decent movie. Um, depending on you know, if you enjoy it or not. Um, one of my favorites. I, I like it personally. Um, yeah. It was a very, from what you hear, it was kind of a tense set because they were just trying to get through making a movie. Yeah, this was that um, uh, Kubrick wannabe guy, wasn't it? Yep, like the, yep it was. Just. Uh, so obnoxious in the interviews. But in my opinion, in my opinion, he was... Hmm, Interesting. Yeah, um, there were several stories about, like, there was, when they were filming the raft uh, scene, where the actress gets stabbed through the torso, um, it was December. Like, they had been shooting for 12 months, yeah. on or 12 weeks, which it should have been a six-week shoot. Um, like, she was, like, in a lot of pain. She even contracted hypothermia at one point and was sick for days. But thankfully, they had someone like Ted White on set yep. who actively fought for, you know, better treatment of the actors and, you know, was just an all around awesome dude. Uh, this also introduces. A Tommy Jarvis. Yeah. Which yes. had like six different people play. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say like his characters appear um, the most of any other yep. than yeah. Jason in his own franchise. 
I think Tommy even shows up more than uh, Pamela Voorhees. It's Unless true. Unless you count her dra- gravestone. Yeah, we've got Jason, Kane Hodder as Jason in four movies. You've got Tommy Jarvis in, if you count uh, the fan-made movie, which I do because it is really good. Uh, you remember the name of it? Never Hike Alone. Never Hike Alone. Check it out. It's a really good It's fan. so good. Like, I know what you're going to say. It's a fan-made movie. It is a fan-made movie that was blessed by Kane Hodder. Blessed by Kane Hodder. It had the um, more fan-accepted actor for Tommy Jarvis uh, come back. Uh, It's just really cool. It's just a good movie. Uh, It's on YouTube. Yeah, that's Never Hike Alone. But But yes, Tommy Jarvis shows up in this one. Played by Corey Feldman. I liked that it introduced, because literally every time it's a reset button. Um, Maybe the final girl comes back and gets killed in the next one, but largely each movie just resets to give Jason a new playground. I liked that Tommy was introduced as this kind of lasting uh, foil to to the villain. Yeah, and he's a good character all the way throughout. Like, they're... Jason doesn't have a lot of personality to him, other than the, there's this big hulking until part six. Until part six. No seven, sorry. Until Kane Hodder, basically. Yes, until Kane Hodder. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's mostly just this giant hulking beast, uh, basically like an animal in a monster movie. But Tommy Jarvis, you have the opportunity to have a character to project upon and. I don't know. I think he was a good addition to the series, personally. Uh, like I said, yeah, I, I like that we had a counter. Because usually with these kinds of things... So, uh, one thing, uh, you know, uh, Charlie, you and I were talking about uh, off-camera. Uh, because the new Halloween came out today, by the way. Um, if you yes. like spooky things, you again, get Peacock, check it out, binge Chucky, do all of these things. Um... Uh, one of my favorite plot threads of the Halloween franchise is the brother-sister thing with Laurie Strode. Michael Myers is um, secretly uh, her brother, and that's part of what keeps bringing them together for whatever reason throughout many of the movies. So when the new trilogy got rid of that, I was like really kind of miffed, but like at least it kept that, you know, we talk about PTSD. Because of the events of it, she is still inseparable from him Mm. um that that keeps things interesting because like characters can like villains slashers continuing to come back and just getting nerfed by some rando each time it's just a little silly i think like freddy goes through that there's no real villain to freddy um you know there's no uh not villain but like no counter to him yeah adding in that oh, this character is going to go toe-to-toe with Jason until one of them goes down, um, I think it's just more uh, more interesting. Yeah, and it's all in all, like I said, it's a, it's a fun movie. It's what good guys, to watch. What do you guys think of Tom? Because he's with us for the next, what, three movies? Yes. Uh, his character gets to stick around for a little bit and, and back and forth with, with Jason. Did you like that reset or um or was it kind of just like meh 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 
Yeah. Nah. Any particular reasons it didn't work for you? No. You just don't like children? No, I don't like children. Well, I'm, I don't look in your house right now. I like mine. <laughs> I like yours, you too. You I just don't like other people's kids. We got it on camera. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, hope Freddy visited them. <laughs> like, Jason seems to be that one where it's, I, a lot of people seem to like the repetitiveness. I can't think of another word for it, but like the, mm -hmm. the formulaic thing. Yeah. Kids come to camp, kids do drugs and sex, kids get killed, and yep. one of them kills Jason. Like, Kills. That's kind of the 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 Friday formula. But 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 is it the Friday formula or is it the Halloween formula? Halloween, Halloween have start, a formula. Well, it, 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 it's the same. It's just, it may well, not be in, a the, camp, in the first one. Yeah. Kids have sex. Kids die. <laughs> it's the greatest like. Uh, uh, what's the word for it? What's the abstinence? Abstinence. That's right. It's, it's, the it's, Jonas it's, Brothers. It's, they they went on this whole like abstinence campaign. You don't remember? Yeah, that? I do remember. That was because their parents were psychos. Yeah, but still, like that was like that was a thing. But anyway, um, yeah, don't don't do drugs or sex. Uh, at least not at camp. <laughs> yeah. Um, One time at band camp. Anyways. No. <laughs> but like with Halloween, Halloween doesn't have a formula because like Halloween changes. Whatever direction the wind blows, it feels like it's true. Let's um, let's introduce a cult just for funsies. Right. Somehow Michael Myers yeah. is supernatural yeah. now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And well, Jason well, is not until later movies. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I was, about, I was about to bring that up, but okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah, no, you're fine. Still firmly a dude. Jason Voorhees is just a dude. It's right just now. a dude. Well, actually, this yeah, is part yeah. four. Is the one that ends that. Yes. Yep. 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 Because it's meant to be the last movie. It, yeah, it's meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever works out. They, like, they can't let they can't let something die. What it's like no. the fourth or no, it's the like the fifth one where it's just like you know Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy's dead. Mm -hmm. No, he's not. No. No, he's not. No. It's not. No. No. Like yeah. Um, yeah. Part four kills off Jason. Um, I think people mistakenly just thought that he was always, because he was so, like, indomitable, like, always thought he was a zombie, I guess. He I does teleport a couple times in part three. <laughs> yes. Did, did y'all watch it like that? Or do you remember if you ever, like, questioned living, dead, like, what's the deal with him? Or what? Well, only one movie firmly, like, deals with that. Mm -hmm. Well, I think at first that was my that was my thoughts just because of the whole like the understanding of okay is this a boy in the lake is is he just hanging out at the bottom of this lake because obviously mm -hmm. that takes some type of supernaturality um, but you know so by the third one uh, maybe by the third one. You know, I was like, okay, I get it. It's not the boy at the lake. That was probably something in her head. Whatever. He, but he does things like the whole the <laughs> mm -hmm. rope thing. The the rope. Uh, Listen, so that um, was awesome. Listen, because he starts with two hands, which makes sense. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll believe that. 
Does got the that, I'll work out. You know, it might be possible. You know, <laughs> so he does his two hands, but in order to take it off his head, he has to release one hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now he's holding himself up on a rope, yep. body hanging, one head. Well, and not even like and fixes his mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it's not even like a around the hand kind of thing. Like like you're adding no. tension. It's literally just holding the rope. Um, but one of my favorite like jump scares though is that one. Uh, it's in part good. Three where he just like comes back uh, after being hung. Um, so like my thing with it, and if I was a smart man and a professional podcaster, I may have looked it up even. Um, I was thinking about like how did how would this work Hi, actually, um, and I I know I so we listen to a, a podcast a medical history podcast called Sawbones. Yes, uh, highly recommended if you're interested in how medical history has developed and and they do topical things. They did something yep. uh, with COVID. They do things with. Um, all kinds of interesting yeah. topics. So if you've ever been like, where the heck did this whole enema thing come from? Yeah. They have an episode. Um, they dispel a lot of rumors about uh, topics like hungry. abortion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like that, you know, they try to like educate and also like not necessarily take a side, but just look at the facts and, and mm-hmm. give you information. Really, really good and entertaining. It's not just dry and boring. I know what it sounds like. No, it's, it's the McElroy family, so you know it's good. They talk about all kinds of things, and and I know, like, I've heard of, like, people that don't feel normally. Yeah. Uh, like, physically. Um, and it's not like a like a paraplegic or, or someone who literally um, can't feel or use a limb, but it's more of a, like, they they don't process pain depending on how they develop. Yeah, I forget the the word for it, but yes, that is a condition. It's terrifying. Considering that Jason is not normal. Yes. It you could headcanon that maybe that he has something like that because he gets shot, he gets stabbed, he gets like all of this stuff and he just yep. brushes it off. He just might not like feel it. He might just not know like normal pain. I don't, I, I don't know. Like that. I've definitely always been like, maybe there's something there. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, there's a theory. I forget who posited it for the first time that Jason is inbred. And therefore that is, that is the explanation for his, I, don't want that, I know <laughs> it's a horrible <laughs> thought, isn't it? <laughs> like, this like, isn't, this isn't, um, deliverance. It's not game of Thrones. No, it's not um, game of Thrones. It's not deliverance. <laughs> Uh, one of the people who worked on the Wrong Turn series worked on one of the movies, but we're not going to acknowledge that because I hate the Wrong Turn so series. So those are those are different things, though. Like the the, the family presented their like three to- three toes, three fingers, three two eyes, fingers, two fingers. Yep, I've seen a <laughs> lot of the movies, and I still don't like them. Um, like that inbredness is, I think, different than like you don't have to inbreed to. That's multi generational inbreeding. Uh, uh, differently developed child. Like I've always processed it that way. He was just born that way. Yeah. And Lady Gaga it, would love him. It was unfortunate because Pamela Voorhees doesn't seem like the type to like sleep with her brother cousin. It seems like, I don't want to believe yeah, that. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. That. I don't know, man. Um, Cause like I've always, she, okay. She went crazy, 
but I always admired the whole, like the thing with, you know, it's just like, you know, imagine having a kid like that and, you know, being his protector and then not being there when the worst thing that could possibly happen happened. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I, that, that's, I, I don't condone the murder, but I, it, I do understand the feelings adding on top of that, that like that incest and all that. No, I can't do that. Like, mm -mm. I do. I do. Incest is a step too far. What were you gonna say? I, I was gonna say I do. However, feel um, like it maybe is like you, like you're talking about the processing of the pain because I mean we know that he felt there was times where he felt pain. You know when uh, he got stabbed in the hand and and he you know he yelled. You know yeah. like hey, obviously he felt that I his I want to say it was it was one of the movies maybe the first one when um uh somebody was talking about um maybe it was the second one the girl was in the bar jenny was in the bar was talking about him but being able to process things but i don't think um it kind of put me in the thought process of being able to process pain or being able knowing what to do with pain let me say mm -hmm. um knowing what to do with um because it in his mind, he might not understand like, hey, this hurts. Let me stop doing what I'm doing and, you know, tend to this wound, you know, like, yeah. hey, this hurt, but, you know, everything else, the sticker bush that I brushed against when I was a kid hurt the, mm -hmm. you know, the, uh, you know, me <laughs> drowning in the lake. Didn't yeah. The machete good. in my shoulder hurts pretty good, right. too. You know, oh, man, the whole collarbone, that uh, whole conversation. But, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think it's a processing thing. I mean, it could like we could talk about that. Uh, that it's a processing thing, and he just don't know what to do. It, it's just it's a it's an interesting thing. Like, I think you you can apply something like that to it. Um, clearly, at some point he stopped. I, after this one, he's dead. Yes, he's Frankenstein back. Straight up one. dead. We're skipping. Mm. We're skipping part five. We're, we're skipping. Part we're five. mentioning part five mm -hmm. because but, it's not Jason, but. It's not. It, actors need recognition. Watch the movie, but like on your own time and in a separate marathon. In a flashback, Jason is played by Tom Morgan. Thank you for your service. Okay. Moving on to part six, a very good movie. So, oh, well, like two, we talked about PTSD. Part five is just, it, that's it's only it. for that. Tommy Jarvis is dealing with the fact he killed a man. Yep. That's it. Because he did. He did. The, the In this economy, who hasn't? Let's be honest. Like just A 12-year-old killed a man and he's dealing with it. Divine told me it was okay. And, and apparently he's dealing with it to the point that in part six, he chooses to go to the grave of Jason, first of all, who buried him, uh, and second of all, plans to burn him, burn his body. Also, I think they mentioned that the body of Jason was cremated in part five. Some, like, it's just weird. And, and so, in the most, like, slapstick happenstance I have ever seen in a movie, uh, somehow a rod gets jammed into the corpse of Jason Voorhees, struck by lightning, and Bob's your uncle, Jason's alive. He's alive. He's a zombo. It's Zambi Jason time, baby boys. Uh, do you believe that he is a ghoul? A spirit or a revenant? Any opinions? 
Hmm. I don't hmm. know what the word revenant means. So. Basically, <laughs> an, an angry spirit that is reanimated by hatred. There you go. Um, yeah, I think remnant would be a proper term for him. Uh, exactly. now, yes, in the beginning of, of part six is, is when Tommy was was digging him up to cremate him. Mm. So, so. But here's so. But here's the thing. I feel like the irony is lost on this movie that if he had done nothing and moved on with his life, Jason would have stayed dead. Yeah, but if it's supernatural rules, you got to burn the bones. But it's literally but, lightning. Well, I mean, think well, about how Frankenstein. Yeah. No, Frankenstein. I'm, I'm, with you on the lightning, I'm with you on the lightning resuscitation. I get that. I love but you. Technically, so, but, okay. Having taken classes on this, that's not how resuscitation works. So, technically, it's not accurate. I took classes. I went to college. But, I, but I will give it to this ridiculous thing that, okay, he was zapped back. I'm not arguing that. I'm saying if he hadn't dug him up to be zappable, he wouldn't have come back. Right, right. But but you gotta understand Tommy has problems. Clearly. Clearly. I mean And he's making them every I want a body count. How many people died in this one because Tommy Jarvis couldn't let go of his baggage? I don't know. Let's check That's the kill count. Too much. I, I'm, I'm checking the kill count. I'm checking the kill, check the kill count. Too much. Any is too much because he it, it, this is a there is a lesson in this people. Listen, like is, move on and don't dig up your dead Childhood playthings, like leave them, leave them, leave them be. Dead is better. Dead, dead is better. Dead is better. Like Eighteen. Eighteen. That's a lot of people at once. Eighteen True. people died because Tommy couldn't move on. How many will die because you can't forgive your dad? A lot. I almost said something that would have gotten me a phone call. Considering the audience, I got too real for a second. That's true. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm right there with you. I'm right oh, there with you. Well, I think that was a big thing with, uh, with a lot of the movies for me and my issue with the, I think we don't know, we talked about the fight scenes before um, in, a, in the sidebar conversation, but like the people that would, was like, I don't want to kill you. I just want to hit you, get you off of me, which is, yes, self-defense. Me being, I've taught self-defense, yes, get them off of you, get away. Mm. However, <laughs> this is not that situation. This right. dude is killing other people. You know, he's going to continue to kill, kill other people. He's done it. He's going to keep doing it. So when he comes after you, don't be scared. Don't be like, hey, I'm going to hit this dude. Uh, I'm going to kick him a couple times. I'm going to run. Right. Take this dude out. Why are you mm -hmm. all scared to take this dude out? And why are you living your life later on in life? Like, oh, man, I killed him. Right. Tom, Tom Jarvis had it right in part four. Like, he killed his mom. He killed that, that hiker dude that he was, like, admiring and really into. He was also super hunky. He killed that banana? He killed a banana. Like, Tommy had the right idea. He was like, this man is a monster. He's got to be stopped. Right? Yeah. Like... And then he stopped him, and then he restarted him. Is my whole like I, I just can't let it go. It's like the stupidest thing. Tommy it's his Jarvis fault. Okay, it's, okay, it, okay. It's his fault. Right. So, so just like Tommy, he couldn't let it go. You can't let it go. 
Exactly. <laughs> you're you're going to read him and Jason don't, if you don't stop. Don't let psychoanalyze let me on my own show. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Good night, Andy. Beautiful babe. Good night, Andy. Oh, I'll see you, buddy. Love you, buddy. Um, I mean, it, so... Part six is a really good one. I yeah. I, I, yeah. I I jest, but like no, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's it's yeah. got the second best death in it. Are we talking about the Winnebago? The no, Winnebago. Talking about the bed where he folds him folds the the sheriff up in the bed. Oh yeah yeah. So good. So, so good. I I really like the the camper when he takes out the uh, couple in the camper and crashes the camper and then he's on top of the camper. Yeah, 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 that's a good one too. Yes. that is such like an iconic like that's a metal album cover like Absolutely. If ever I've seen one. It's so good. Yeah. I think this was the most eighties one too because it had like a really like really bumping soundtrack. There was it. an extended sex scene to hair metal. Yes, it was <laughs> very eighties. Alice Cooper was on the the soundtrack. Yes. Like the, uh, this mean, one leaned into it. Like, mm -hmm. you, yep. you got Zombie Jason, you might as well. Like all in all, Zombie Jason is my favorite Jason. I'm just saying that his origins are stupid. I would have preferred some youngsters pulling a prank, being like, "Oh, we're gonna steal Jason Voorhees' body," and that. Yeah. Da -da -da. Tommy seems too smart for this. Seems, but he is also traumatized. And and he's supposed to be our hero in this one. He's he's the reason. Jason ends up back in the lake, though. Um, yes, in one of the coolest shots ever. Yep. IMHO. Like, him getting, like, rocked to the bottom of that lake is... With the ex ex exactly. And that image is something that I want, like, to hang in my home at some point. It's a really, it's a really cool shot. There's actually a statue. Yes, it's so expensive. Otherwise, I would have it. No, like, there's a statue... In the lake, like oh. in the original, yes, yes, in, yes, in yes. The original Crystal Lake. There's actually a sunken statue of Jason under there. So if you like, yes, there is dive under there. You could run into Jason. Uh, it's pretty legit. What were you gonna um, say, Charlie? Just a little trivia for this, mm. this this one movie. There's no nudity in this movie. It's the no, only not. movie that has no nudity in it. So it's a good Christian movie. It's a good Christian movie. Show it to your kids. A it's very PG, booby franchise. It's PG-13. Why haven't you showed it to your children already? No nudity in a guy named with a name that starts with a J gets resurrected. Yeah, it's mm. a good Christian film. <laughs> Maybe not three days, uh, but certainly uh, some time has passed. Um, uh, but there, there, to, there is something I want to say, and it is sacrilegious. Oh, oh no. go for it. Do I need to put on the devil mask? No, no, no. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you. The, the floor is yours. You've got the the big three, the holy trinity of the horror. Michael, Jason, and Freddy. See, I the don't know. Are, the rest of them are our disciples. I don't feel like that's I, actually. Though. No, but I disagree on Michael personally. I think you need to put Chucky up there. If we're going iconic, Chucky is one of the uh, most iconic. It's really hard to quantify, though, because I will say Michael. Uh, I, I define iconic in the sense of like recognizability, cultural impact, not necessarily on quality. Chucky has better quality, but oh I, wait I, a minute! I think Mike is 
Dang it. I just thought of something that's going to justify your point. Oh, man. (laughs) So you have Michael, who is the first. He is the father. And then you have Jason, who is the son, quite literally. And then you have Freddy, which is a ghost. Dang it. I don't like this. I don't like the where this is going. I don't like it either. But here I we don't are. Like where this is going. You know. You know what I do like okay. though. My, my favorite. That one Friday is busy. Carrie is Mary Magdalene. Favorite Friday the Thirteenth, Part Seven. Yes. 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 Bar none, we get the Wonder. introduction of Kane Hodder as Jason. Yeah. Yeah. I- Sick boy. Like, I know the psychic girl is not everybody's favorite. I don't care. No, no, no it's, it's, I, that's, that's, that's my second favorite Friday the 13th. Yeah. My man. The, like, it, I, I, yes, the, but here's the thing. If we're resurrecting, like, psycho slashers, like, a psychic girl isn't, like, the least of my problems. Yeah. With, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, really great like characters, like you said, Kane Hodder, and the best that Jason has ever looked in yep. movies. Yes. It has the best kill in the franchise. Oh. Oh. Man, he was he was up. He she gave him a run for his money on that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean yes. she gave him hell. Absolutely. Like this is the first time that someone has re like yeah Tommy like defended himself no. Resurrected him. She went and, after him. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Like this. This is just. You, so like up to this point, it's a lot of like everybody loves Jason. Everybody likes seeing him in the mayhem, right? Like this is the first time we get someone who can cause as much mayhem, like meet that level and push back against that. Mm-hmm. I just, I love this movie. Uh, I just think it's so good. Um, yeah. Some of the better quality and just again, like I, I can't not see Jason the way he looks in this movie. Like if I think of him, he's gonna mm. be super zombie decayed. Yeah. You know, uh, so Jason. cool. So cool looking. Ending very cool. And I I think that for me just like you, this 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 is this is Jason. This is this is who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said earlier, I, I enjoy when he gets the, the face mask. That's that's one I start to see Jason. But this, this is the iconic, this is the most recognizable mm-hmm. Jason is the one we get in this this, this movie. Well, and what's funny is, um, and it's ironic just because it's his name, like because of the build and because of the like character that King Hodder brings to Jason in this, I get mm-hmm. such like WWE vibes. Yeah, yes. I get like Undertaker, yes. Kane. Like I see like Mick Foley, like this just beast, mm-hmm. and, and like he shows up, and it's just like you, like watch whenever he walks into scenes. Um, there's it's perfect in Jason Takes Manhattan when he's walking down uh, Times Square. He stops and he looks. That's that moment where The Rock gets in the middle of the ring and waits for the audience to stop clapping. Mm-hmm. You know, like he he's basking in the glory. Like it's you got to do the sniff, man. So you got to do the exaggerated sniff <laughs> when you're talking about Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And and you can now he's just Dwayne Johnson. You can smell what Jason's cooking because he is rotting. He is maggoty, 
He is shaking. Yes. I mean, how can you not smell him coming? I mean, you know, exactly. there's a scene in a porta potty. How could you not? Like right. that entire that oh oh my god I. I need to mention my favorite kill of the franchise because it is so good. This is the one. This is the one uh, where, you know, they're having their little duet in the <laughs> toilet. And then Jason just comes up to the lady, grabs her face, shoves a party horn, and it makes the greatest yes, song yes. sound ever. Uh, I wish I had a clip. Oh, I love that kill so much. <laughs> that, and, and what's funny is like... It's funny, but it's not funny. No. Too. It's like it's not played to comedic effect. Um, because it's still very much just like, oh, like jarring, but it's so funny. She gets a party horn shoved in her eye. Of course it's not funny, but like it it makes such a good noise. It's so funny. Um and uh this is also the movie that almost like I don't know, I don't I don't want to say killed him but like he would have been seriously gravely injured for the rest yes. of his life um there's a scene where jason goes through a staircase mm-hmm. uh and it's one of those old house staircases where you go through the staircase like under the staircase is another staircase to the basement mm-hmm. so he that's how he ends up in the basement um and uh he ends up hitting his head mm-hmm. on the very top portion of the part yeah of the, the part that wasn't through. uh Fake, yeah, basically, and like just a bit off. It would have been more than like a, a headache. It would have been yeah. very, very bad. No, it, it injured his neck, and you can kind of still see the effects of it all these years later. Uh-huh. But that's the like, um, not to say like throw people to the fire because yeah. you can, like because it's their job or yes. anything. But w- you see the benefit of getting a a proper stunt mm-hmm. actor. He went to Hollywood to stunt Jason. school. <laughs> <laughs> no, to like when you get someone that can do this stuff, not mm-hmm. just not just a big guy. He does. I don't remember if it's in this movie or in Manhattan. He does a thirty-second extended fire scene that is one of the most impressive uh, no, it's, fire it's stunts. This one, it's in the basement when you're right. Yep. Yeah, she catches him on fire from the furnace. I think it's either like thirty yeah, or I think fifty he's got seconds. A record with that, he did. At yeah. the time, yeah. it was quickly broken, but I think he said, a re- like, you get to do stuff with Kane Hodder, you wouldn't dare. You set him yeah. on fire. <laughs> with other people. like That poor dude. Ted, like I said, Ted White was in his 50s. He done, mm-hmm. If he had done this stuff, he, dude would have died. He, he, couldn't, he couldn't have done it. He couldn't have done this. No. no. Um, this was actually supposed to be Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. Really? But they, but the two... But the two um, Studios couldn't come couldn't come to an agreement. Yep, because uh-huh. this was when that whole dander started. That soon would not be a problem. Yes. Um, but before we before uh, New Line Cinema, we're going to mention meaty claws um, on it. Uh, we do get a little romp, a little. So Jason takes this, a boat after this epic. Yeah, you follow that up with. Jason takes Manhattan. My the least most, favorite in the franchise. Despite the so the name makes you think this is going to be a spectacle. No, right? like Jason takes Manhattan. It's an extended cruise through uh, the waters outside of New York City. Um, he is not even the most devious bastard in New York <laughs> City. He is a toddler swimming, just outside of a porthole sometimes. So 
clearly you love this movie, but for, for absolutely. You, so you take Jay, I was like, Jason belongs to Crystal Lake. The whole yes, he does. We're talking about lore. Mm -hmm. It's always centered around this place. Yep. What What did you What do you think of the whole taking a field trip for the character? Did you like mistake benefit cool mix up? I think it's a cool mix up. I mean, you know, I was watching an interview with with the director of that one, and he was like, "I wanted to take him out of Crystal Lake." put him somewhere where he's never been. Um, and New York city was the best place for that. Cause I mean, mm -hmm. think about it. Yay. For what? The first three quarters of the movie, you have him on a boat. Mm -hmm. I mean, but racking up a good list. Of, like I will say a good bit of this movie is just spent on Jason getting to be Jason. It's yeah. true. That, getting, that's what makes it so great. And then, and then New York, and then the, like the spectacle doesn't stop there. Like he gets some, pretty good and creative uh, yeah. uh, moments in New York as well. There's a great rooftop fight. Um, yes, where... when he knocks the... Yeah. Oh, that's... It's so good. You want to talk I about mean... fights, it's Justice? Like, that you need to strive to be better than this dude because... Yeah. He puts up a fight and oh, it is does. impressive. He's, <laughs> his knuckles are, are bloody and, and that just goes to show you just how much power and strength Jason actually has. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. He he's he's an indomitable wall. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, like you got, you're gonna have to get creative. You're gonna have to pull some Jackie Chan stuff to take this guy down. Because, but this I don't doubt that he could. But this was the first. Like so, he had a scrap. But this was like the first like fight, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah, yeah. yeah. The first like fight fight that he's been yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, because the kid was like a boxing champion yeah. or something. Yeah, he, he yeah. bragged through the movie. This was the time to like need it, and you expect like, okay, okay, okay. No, mm -hmm. no, <laughs> shut <Yeah>. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that poor dude. I do think I think Home Alone is the way to go. I like if I can interject. I, I think the Home Alone tactic is the way to go with uh, a thing like Jason. Not the like straight up. Obviously, weapons don't do it. But I think if you can mangle him with a paint can to the face, with a hot yes, uh, a hot knob, like you know, like I, I think you got to take him by surprise. The traditional surprise with a hot knob. The, yep. the, 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 the traditional does not work on this guy. Um, also, Kevin McAllister is the potential serial killer. Um, I'd like to just point <laughs> that out. That there was a point where that movie went from home defense to home murder. Home murder. <laughs> I'm like, just trying to figure out what the dad did for a living because if he could afford to take everyone to Paris and live in the house, that it. house. I think he was a drug dealer. Probably. He might have been. Got that good Colombian stuff. I know, right? <laughs> I've so seen Narcos. I know what's up. It was France, right? That he went. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Paris. Yeah. Yeah. It, was not, it was nothing to gawk at. And there's like, what, eight, eight, nine, a dozen of them? There's there 16. Yeah. There's yeah, like, they here. have five kids and there's yeah. various cousins and whatnots. And uncles yeah. and aunts. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't make yeah. that kind of money legally. That's, no. cri that's crime no. family. Embezzlement at his finest. Right. Mm hmm. Cool. Like I don't even think people on their block have. I think they have the nicest house. It's true. They, they live next to uh, a old man. There, there is a. 
pseudo mansion here where we live and it's like you drive down this road and there's nice houses on this road no this is a mansion but when you have a a light up 12 foot long sign with your family's name on it Mm -hmm. like that's when you know you've got buku money it's a mcmansion for real like it is so you got you got that friday the 13th series (laughs) thank you for getting us back on track Right. Yes. Uh, so yeah, he, Jason took Manhattan. I guess he had some moments. So here's so here's the thing with this movie, though. It also works if you just watch it for fun. Because considering the last one we saw, mm-hmm. how does he end up back? We don't know. That's never explained. Doesn't matter. So where does he go after? Because this one ends weirdly with him turning back into a boy. What? There's no plot. It's just Jason on a boat, and then Jason in a city, and then Jason in a little boat. If you notice, the movies have no real connection. No, absolutely not. But some try more than this one. Very true. Yeah, but I mean, you know... But so, uh, so all of, so the New York toxic waste, but that a uh, pivotal plot point. I'm just trying movie. to figure out why the hell there's toxic waste in the middle of the. Because you mean Ninja the, Turtles. Because like the there's a New city York worker. City. <laughs> New York City. There's a city worker that's like, don't be in them tunnels because every night at midnight they flood with toxic. Why? What? Is, is why, this why, Jim? City? Is like, this yes. You should get that checked. That yeah. is not yeah. normal. Yeah. And why is there a guy in every movie that's warning you about something? Right. Like, really convenient. Never go back again. <laughs> really convenient. But just like the guy on the boat, this, this cruise is cursed. And, and, and the toxic waste turns Jason back into a boy. And yet in the next one, he's... Wait, um, okay. okay. So, so let's, go back to, let's go back to the boy. Let's go back to the boy in this one, right? You have to. Did you notice that every single time they had him as a boy in in the visions one he has hair and he looks like a regular kid very true and the next one he's he's, he's deformed and the next one he's got a little bit of hair he's never he doesn't never looks the same that's right yeah Mm -hmm. like he progressively gets more played by different kid actors too yep Hmm. yeah that still doesn't help no, it doesn't. Uh, no, it it's doesn't. not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but, it's, a good, it's the best but movie. It was a fun fact. Good for you. Right. We want to talk about... It's still the best movie because Jason gets to be Jason. For sure. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Jason's a, in it. Yeah. It's just an excuse for... Like, I'm not going to argue. This got me one more movie with Kane and Hodder. I, like, yeah. I'm just saying that... You know what, though? Toxic Waste Boy Jason made more sense than Tommy Jarvis resurrecting this this stupid Zombo in the in the sixth one. Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> but never mind that because he, because because he comes back as a demon. I don't in the next one. So who else? Who else was hoping that the dog survived in this one? Absolutely. I, 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 the dog. The dog. I always the dog. hope the dog survives. I yes. This movie is <laughs> Shout <out> justice. <laughs> yeah. More of a cat person. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, like. All right, so Jason goes to hell. Jason goes to hell, and should not have come back. You get one of the weirdest sheriff—not even a sheriff. He's a Jason Hunter character. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you get <laughs> if they he is such a good actor, I can never remember. Isn't he the guy that like he, he shows up in Supernatural? He does. He? he has an excellent character in Supernatural. The same character. One hundred percent the uh, same character. Hang on, I'll, I'll Please look him up because he deserves all the respect. Because uh, this man is unhinged. Bounty Hunter Creighton Duke. Creighton Duke. Creighton Duke. Yeah, played this, by Played by, played by, played by Stephen Stephen Williams. Stephen yep. Williams. Yep. I believe he's still alive. I hope so because I want more of this specific character oh, in everything. He was an equalizer. Yes, he was. Was he an equalizer? Yeah, he's an excellent actor. This um, movie sucked for me. Oh, absolutely! It's oh, a terrible movie. This- yes. Is made no worst. sense whatsoever. So Jason is a demon. <laughs> this is where because Jason's reasons. Like, oh, this is my favorite. <laughs> he can only he can only be killed by another Voorhees for plot reasons. Oh, yeah. by the way, there's another Voorhees. Oh, so yes, there's another Voorhees, which kind yeah, of no, like... brings it back to the incest plot a little bit. Pamela was a saint, and you can't prove otherwise. She's dead. She Don't killed a lot of people. She, she killed a lot of people. Where's her you know what? I go back and I agree with I agree with Charlie. Them kids yeah. had it coming. They did. Oh, they Charlie had a good question just now. What right. was it? Sorry. Where's Where's Jason's daddy? I don't know. Was his daddy Satan? Because apparently he's some demon thing. It's because uh, the Halloween franchise was like, you know what? You know what? This needs the occult. It's Let's bring it in. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. New Line Cinema doesn't know how to do scary they don't movies know. that don't go supernatural. Yeah, I mean... Like, they, they even fail at supernatural movies sometimes. And that's, you know, New Line Cinema, so... Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what, and that's the, that's the, the vibe. That this is Jason in the Freddy Krueger universe. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it, they further enforce that because at the end, Freddy's claw comes up and takes his mask. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and so, that doesn't come back for years. Uh, mm-hmm. Another t- ten years until we actually see that. Exactly. Right. So, but but you know, it's just like this, a lot of interesting people seem to work on this movie. Obviously, Kane Hodder's in it for like mm-hmm. five minutes. Like, there's things to it yeah. that mm-hmm. are fine, but by and large, yes, it almost has to. It almost has to be what like after the fourth one, you go you, to this. You need to take an edible. And then watch the fourth one and then watch this while it kicks in. I'm trying to oh, darling, you, you, need, you need some of that uh, pure white Colombian. You need uh, sativa. Right. <laughs> like, you need. You, you need to be uh, a powdered donut. You need, on, you need to go on a peyote trip. Like, <laughs> yeah. you need um, to meet a shaman in order to enjoy this movie. It's not. No. <laughs> it's. 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 It's a very big departure. I think that's the big yes. Just, it goes slightly Hellraiser near the end. It's so different for not a really good reason. No, um, but 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 we do get a very good zombie Jason at the end with the exposed spine and the whatnots. Yeah, like the, yeah. like he does. He goes to hell. Like yeah. there is that that happens, and it's he kind gets of a spectacular finish. Like what's funny is, you know, in the fourth one where they kill the dude, like it's. I mean, it's not much. He kind of gets his comeuppance by his blade of choice. 
Whereas with this one, like they relish the fact that like they're ending this thing, they're ending this monster and everything. Mm -hmm. um, and so it like when when Jason is in it, uh, Kane Hodder's Jason, when he is in the movie, it's a better movie. Yep. Um, everything in between the opening and the closing, though, you can like skip and go without. Yeah, honestly, you can skip right to the next movie. Which is my second favorite in DC in the franchise. Underrated classic. Underrated movie in general. Jason X is a fantastic uh, movie, and I do not care what anybody says. It's, it, it, it just goes. <laughs> it goes right back to to, to Friday the Thirteenth three in three D. Yeah. Everyone, everyone was doing Better. space movies at that time. You got Leprechaun in space. Great got, movie. But next, okay. So, but the way this the way this works is in in ranks of quality. All right, Jason X. Mm -hmm. All right, Hellraiser. Mm -hmm. All right, and then Leprechaun. Hellraiser in space is actually good. Yeah, Hellraiser, yeah, yeah. It is. I would say this. I would say it's, yeah. Hellraiser okay. in space, and then then then. I felt like the production value of this one was below what we had seen. But it's well, so much but, fun. Like. So the highest grossing, um, the highest grossing one until for well for a good while was the third one a long yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, it's so like, like the most. It's been going down like since, uh, and so like it yeah. being less, I wouldn't doubt it's on a lower budget, um, yeah. and like very like I think there's three sets in the whole thing. It feels like yeah, um, basically. It's very, it's very simple out for sure. I think it's the, there's this weird, like, fun nostalgia. Like, um, it gets meta in some areas. It's mm -hmm. just, like, it plays with itself. It doesn't take it too seriously. It's just fun. It's mm -hmm. just a lot of fun. It's got the second and third best kill in the entire franchise. <laughs> the sleeping you got, bag. You got the sleeping bag. You got the liquid nitrogen face. You cannot deny that that is an awesome. excellent. Film. It was. It was but, awesome. It was awesome. Yes. But the best looking, Jason. The Uber Jason. Come yeah. on, man. Like Cyborg Jason, it just hits different guys. Come I on, I Charlie. Know, I don't know how y'all feel. Come on. It. Um, oh God. <laughs> he disappeared. Crystal Lake. Oh, Justice. Do you have any thoughts? <laughs> oh. You know. You know. Yeah. You know Uber Jason, right? I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm watching some trailers of. I'm be honest. I'm still watching Jason Space. <laughs> and that's fine. It's good. It's it's a lot of fun. So Hellraiser Bloodline, by the way, Hellraiser Four is the one where they go to space. Um, I've never made it past that movie in yeah, I don't the Hellraiser series. No, no, no. We watched one, two, and three, and then we watched four, and I was like, this is really stupid, and then I refused to watch anymore. You only watched the first one you said, Justice? I, I could be horribly wrong. It's one of those, like, you go over your family or friends or something like that house, and they're watching yeah. it. It's oh, especially that one. Especially yeah, that one. I'm not yeah, especially sure if which one it was. I know it was a Hellraiser. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that, that, that sounds about right. Like, was Henry yeah. Cavill in it? They're, they're, they're lost. fairly similar. So um, I don't like, they're not huge. Big, they're not a big pillar in my horror watch list, but number one is they're interesting. 
Um, there's a new Hellraiser series on Hulu that I'm, I'm looking forward to getting into. I need to watch it, man. Um, but I thought the way they took Hellraiser to space was good. There was le- there wasn't much novelty. Jason X, same thing. I don't think there was a whole lot of goof to it. Like, mm. Literally, Leprechaun in space. I think is what it's called. It's it, all it's goof. So stupid. You get it's on the same level as Leprechaun in the Hood, which is yes. actually a really good movie. That's the best one. It's a really That's good the, movie. The, where he go? Where he goes to Las Vegas is the best one. Oh, that's that's three. One, right? No, that's second. three. No, second. Are you sure? Two, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll say that. It, I, that's the that's the bet that that's one of the better like normal ones. But like yes, Leprechaun like, in the Hood is top tier though. It's so good. I it's don't know why it's so good, but it's because so he smokes weed, and the characters are genuinely great. To go back to the question of how how do you guys feel about him going uh on a field trip as you, as you put it. Um, mm-hmm. these killers and stuff like that. That is, I look forward to that stuff because once you see them in their element, my mind starts to go like, okay, what happens when they're in this element? What happens when they're in this element? And, and, and me being from the hood is that's always where my mind goes. It's like, what if he came to the hood though? <laughs> <laughs> what if, you know? Is it Jason versus is it Leprechaun versus Plus and the Crips? Do they team up because they're like we gotta? <laughs> what join if that's what brings them together? <laughs> right, the Bloods and the Crips come thing. together to kill the You gotta stop <laughs> this thing, you know. So uh, okay, I'm just yeah. uh, we'll we'll talk after the thing. I we, love we this. We should definitely talk about the Leprechaun movie. Please, I love I love the first <laughs> one, the second one, and the two. Yeah. I'll talk about everything that goes, every horror thing that goes to the hood. Yeah. Tales from the Hood. From one the of hood. the hey, that's really good movie. Amazing movie. Amazing. Like, I, better, like, it took, like, I love anthology stuff. I think yes. we talked about, like, short, sweet, to the point, like, things are so good, whether it's in books or TV shows or whatever. Like, all hail creep show for sure, but, like, this beat that out. Like, yes. Tales from the Hood, like, definitely outdid. Like, it's the same thing with, like, Le- Leprechaun. Um, it's it's Leprechaun in the Hood? Yes. Because there's a second one, too, where it's, like, Leprechaun Return. back to the Hood. Yeah. Back, to, back to the Hood. Um, yeah. It's ridiculous. But for whatever reason, like, they take those movies way more seriously for some reason. And so it's, like... Yeah. So, I don't know. It pays off because it begin, it turns out to be a mm-hmm. better watch. Also, uh, I'm, I plug this documentary at every chance I get because it is a damn fine documentary, just in general. Uh, horror Noir. It is a history of black horror. And it is so freaking good. You get creators from you know every era of horror. It, just, watch it. It's on Shudder. It's so good. If you like horror, you should be subscribed mm-hmm. to Shutter anyway. Yep. You, you can use my account. Recommend it. Um, I will take you up on it. So, I I like both field trips. I like his field trip to Manhattan. I like his field trip to space. I I don't know. There's something it works for me. Um, and it's a short-lived thing, but Uber Jason, like if mm. if you're listening and you don't know what we're talking about, just Google it. it it's so good. He looks so good. This is like some like. Uh, Dark Horse Comics level, like 
design and everything. This looks like it would go up against Spawn. Like it's it's that era of like really stylized um, sort of thing. This is what a fan would think if they're if they're like, but like Jason, but cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, just love it. Looks good. Mm-hmm. And um, the ending is pretty great too. So, yes, he had the most kill count. Yes, he did. In this one. Technically. Technically. If you want to count virtual ladies. No, 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 no. no. Not no, because no, no. of that. Oh, it, right, because he blows up the spaceship. That's right. 19,700 and something people. Good God. Um, here's did, 207 dogs, 17 cats, 4,713 angels, guppies, neons, and mollies, three gerbils, two rats, and a pony, Charles. and a yes. Komodo dragon. Oh my god. Where Who has a Komodo dragon? Okay. This this is this 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 came from um Todd, Todd Farmer. That sounds made up. That's not a person. <laughs> <laughs> what? What the that... What do you mean it's not a person? Did he just like was he on like did he work on the movie? <laughs> Um, I think so. And why should we trust him? <laughs> well, here, so here's the thing, though. Did Jason kill them, or did the cold vacuum of space? Good point. Uh, Tar Farmer is the screenwriter for the. Okay, so maybe he has a point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I you know what? I'll give it to him because I pulled that card with Luke Skywalker. He's got the biggest kill count in Star Wars. It's yeah, true. I mean. Like I look, hang on, hang on. Let's let's okay. find out who has the. So, so funny you say Star Wars because I'm looking at this guy's tweet, and he's he's in a picture with uh, Chewie. Nice. Nice. All right, let's see. Do 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 do. Uh, what are you looking see. for? I'm looking at if you want to vamp, if you want to move on, you can wait. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking up how many people were on the Death Star to see if. Oh my gosh. Wins. So, uh, it's it's probably Jason. Honestly, I don't think there were but there were that many people on the Death Star, especially after they start launching the the escape pods. Yeah, you got to think Tarkin was nah, you know, stuck All right, all right. Luke wins. Uh, one point seven million military personnel, four hundred thousand maintenance droids, two hundred thousand wow. civilians. There were civilians on the Death Star. That, I mean, a moon is pretty big. This like, yep. good. God. All right. So, anyway, back to next in the franchise is Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. A controversial film uh, to include in the franchise. I love it. To some, if you let amazing. me finish my. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, why? Let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people it. who do not consider it canon because they don't like that movie, and that's not valid, but personally. Toxic Waste Boy is. There, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm not, yes, I'm teasing the internet. Not yeah. This is the most 2000s movie in the franchise, obviously, because yes. it was made in 2003? Three. Yes. Three. 2003. It has that blue tint to it that all of the 2000s horror movie had. It was either blue or red. I don't know why. It had the ridiculous, like, rock. Like, just the. Oh my God. It had butt rock. Most popular today. You rock. had uh, a really stupid dialogue. Like, 
Jason died by water and Freddy by fire. How can we use that? And then they proceed to not use that. Yep. And then, that and then just... you, you remember when they, right before it came out, they had the weigh-in in Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. That's a cool event. Nice. I remember, um, so, like, obviously growing up, uh, how I did, like, my mom knew what I watched growing up. She She really didn't care. In fact, she enjoyed when there was something we like could share so like and and jason being like her favorite of this era she grew up loving slasher movies going and seeing these all the time so like us liking that together was really interesting but i remember like getting dropped off at a friend's house to get babysat while she and her girlfriends went to see this movie in theaters because it was like such an event for them Mm -hmm. like this was such a big deal this is her generation, oh, Star Wars is back in theaters kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I remember just being jealous. I'm just like, man, like, I want to go. <laughs> I want to see this movie. And you still watched it, uh, but later. I did. I did eventually. I wasn't, I was, I didn't get to go to the theater, unfortunately, but um, I remember being jealous of that. But it was a big spectacle, I remember, because mm-hmm. by this point, um, 23 years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally getting to square off against uh, arguably the next biggest name because you know we're just not going to talk about Michael Myers no no. Uh, Halloween 3 is the best Halloween movie but, uh, he's not even in it I want to talk about all the matchups right? all the possible matchups because I think that's why it was such a big thing was the versus you know because mm-hmm. you always had that argument was like hey but I'm a Freddy fan. I'm a I'm a Jason fan. Like you know, who's better than who, and who would beat and fight with who? Kind of like mm-hmm. a Jackie Chan Jet Li conversation. And then Forbidden yeah. Kingdom was huge for and about two seconds. <laughs> for about two seconds. And, no, the coming out was huge. Let me say that. Yeah. yeah. The the expectation was huge, and then yeah, and then there's a random white dude. Was like, eh. Was so. Like, uh, I'll yeah. always defend it's a decent movie. It's not a Jackie versus Jet. Movie. No. It's a it's Return of the Drunken was... Master movie at first, which was just... Yeah, it's not what it was billed to be at all, um, for sure. But, yeah, this, like, this was, this was kind of huge. Yeah. Like, to it was have... huge, yeah. If it wasn't for, like, the teenage characters being used as furniture and set pieces, um, I think it would be... A better movie in general. Uh, you know, I think the fight scene. I'm sorry, go ahead. The fight scenes were great. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they were the fight scene. Like Freddie can fight. Yes. For real. Like, like he's dude, scrappy. Like, yeah. I'm like mm-hmm. this dude doing MMA stuff. Like I'm yeah, he's like, dirty too, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. I mean, how could you not? Um, like, Especially when to. he comes as his his mom. Mm-hmm. Like you know, tell him. You, you're a piece of crap. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're not doing like what he, you're supposed to be doing. He he's vile. Like and, and and Freddy's always been that. Like he's never had. Like you might crack a joke, my good uh, Christian, and make you laugh. But Freddy. like he he's never been like uh, the one you can get behind. It's not like with like no, you're you not know, supposed to. Right. Like it's not like oh well, but the teens are kind of annoying, so it's okay. Like no, it's like no, he's he's evil. Uh, and this, this movie uses that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Literally full of demons. And so 
It, yeah, the, like the the rest of the movie is just to get us to the fight. But I, I love. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, they play like they have fun with it. It's just like you got these two characters. Get, like I have like the stunts are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Another extended fire battle, scene. Like oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the iconic shots. Like I think also the one where like Freddy's like launching out of the lake and yes. he's like uh, it's all tinted red. Like. Getting someone who could like visually make this interesting. It's yes. not just pulling these guys out of the eighties and putting them against each other, but it's really like kind of transforming them uh, in, into a two thousands mm-hmm. vibe. It definitely like is dated, but it it's so fun. Yeah, you get like um, a very nice guy character who makes a joke about a girl's weight. And, uh, not cool. You get uh, another very good bed folding kill. It's it's a, it's an okay movie, you know. That's pretty good. It's it's yeah. a lot of fun. If you like either of these, this it's very two thousand. You got to include this on the rewatch uh, as the sort of culmination. For got sure. to. Um, and last, and definitely not least in the franchise, the return of the franchise. How many years later? After, you know, it, there was a, a legal shenanigans where rights were being moved around. Um, yeah. 2009, Friday 13th returns. And it is a good freaking movie. And I will defend that until the day I die. I like, agree. I, it, it was, it was, it was a good remake. Yeah. Like I, I am a staunch remake apologist for most remakes except for Nightmare on Elm Street and Psycho. But I have my reasons. And so, Spawn. Um, all of these new line cinema movies are on HBO Max, by the way. Yes. Um, this being one of them. And uh, I, I, it's like, I really recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Derek Mears as Jason. He does an excellent job. Amazing. He is a fantastic stuntman. Played Swamp Thing in the DC show. Played Predator. Um, he's, he's a big name in modern, uh, he was in Twin uh, Peaks, the return, uh, stunt work. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need a big guy, he's, he's mm-hmm. up there on the list, uh, nowadays. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they really go back to part two, Jason, the vibe of like, he's been living out here by himself. He's learned how to mm-hmm. scrape and survive. He, uh, is a hunter. He, ha- he uses traps. He's logical. Mm-hmm. Like he's definitely not normal, but he's also not a dumb lumbering brick. Yeah. Uh, he is smart. In it this goes movie. to make him scarier. Like he runs mm-hmm. a lot in this movie. Uh, all improvised weapons too. Oh um, yeah. Like it's not just machete work. Like Except for the bear trap. Anything he can do uh, to get you, he'll get you with. Mm-hmm. Um, Return of the Sleeping Bag Kill. And so this is sort of, like, if you watch it, it starts off, like, connecting it really just back to, it did the thing that was very popular and continues to be popular, where we're going to ignore a chunk of what's happened over the time and go back to one of the defining movies. So it's like Friday the 13th and then this. So it's confusing because they're both Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got one of the longest call opens of all time. Oh, it's so good. It's like, if you're not sold in the first 15 minutes, um, like, I don't know, man. You might just not be into this, but... And then you get to look at Jared Padalecki's face good. for a while. 
So yeah, yeah there is that. Um, and so, you no, know, like he's always been scary. Each one, each movie just seems to kind of like try to take its own way of making him scary, continuing that, whether he's an unstoppable force, whether he's a resourceful, you know, forced man, whether he's a zombie, mm-hmm. um, it seems like it's all, uh, I, I, I have to commend the creativity to keep him fresh. Yeah. Uh, because as much as I love Freddy Krueger and the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, I feel like the, this formula is very simple there. Yeah. Um, and they do try to add more to the story for the character, but by and large, it feels like the same movie over and over. Um, yeah. It's at least entertaining. Um, I feel like Jason stays stays fresh and, and alive, and um, I think that's part of the reason like he's stuck around. Like, you know, mm-hmm. add on top of that, an iconic and memorable mask. Yep, a Red Wings, fl- uh, the Detroit Flyers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you got a good formula for a, a, a memorable character. Um, so kind of like, wrapping up like why why do you think so like obviously we're talking about slasher movies mm-hmm. like we're talking about scary movies which all like which is very scary why movie. do you think that sticks with people though like why are we talking about this like it's some amazing mm-hmm. contributing to society <laughs> like it's just a slasher movie like what what do you think makes it so special or uh keeps it stuck with people uh, I mean, 42 years, that's a long time for a slasher movie to still be around, interesting, relevant. Like, it's got to have some kind of secret sauce to it. That's to anybody who wants to answer. Yes. Yeah. Well, Charlie, go. <laughs> I got my thoughts. Go, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Go, ahead. go for it, man. You got more oh, thoughts no. than I got right now on it. Oh, man. Clearly. I mean, I, I, so, you know me, and I, I like my rabbit hole. So, um, let's, let's, let's play with it. Um, you, I feel like, man, just the idea of, you know, as humans, you know, we have that idea of what if, you know, what if this sort of thing, what if this happened, what if this happened to me, what would I do, blah, blah, blah. Um, you have the uh, the reality TV show mindset where you're like, hey, I'm watching other people go through some stuff, um, mm-hmm. you know, which is everybody seems to like, uh, <laughs> as we can see in the reality TV uh, era, if I would say. Um, but for me, especially at least it falls in those categories of, hey, what if this happened? What would I do? And you kind of watching other people. It was it, it was always interesting to me to see, because I am a what if person, to see all the different options that a person of that mindset or whatever, just murder, um, could take people out. Mm-hmm. And not for like ideas, like hey, I thought oh, that's a good, it just, <laughs> good idea. I never, never thought about that. But for the FBI agent listening, <laughs> nope. <laughs> right. But for me, it's like for me, I'm always want to be 
ready for whatever happens in life. So my mind is always like, what if this happened? How can I defend myself? How can I, you know, what would I do in that situation? Um, so that's that's me. Uh, so between that and the watching other people struggle and just being like, dude, don't go down that hallway. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you by yourself was a question that I asked myself mm, right. so much watching these things. It's just, why are you by yourself? So a part of the watching, I'm going to say this because I don't like to call people dumb, but watching dumb people do <laughs> dumb things and watching people just drop, hey, I'm going to hit you, but I'm going to drop this machete. So when you do get up, because I didn't kill you, I didn't even knock right. you out, not even right. close, but I'm going to run to the corner where there's no doors, no windows, and allow you to pick this machete back right. up. Reset. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and it's just over and over and over of that, you know, that misery loves company type of thing. I don't know if it's like, dude, why are you doing this? I'm going to keep watching you make stupid decisions so I can talk about how stupid decisions that you make. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's it's interesting because there's almost this, like, it feels like the same reason some people watch sports. Mm. Like, you're watching these plays and, and, and providing your commentary, your thoughts, you're kind of like, oh, well, I would have or they should have, and you know, it's almost that of you're seeing something play out, and your your brain's working on uh, what what you would do, uh, or or something like that. I don't know. Like, yeah, I clearly didn't think this through, but like armchair horror moving. Yeah, it, it, it's just this sort of there's an entertainment value in trying to problem solve, mm -hmm. even in a situation where like you don't change the movie by like going through that. You don't change the, the game by going through that, but you do it and you feel, you feel good, like coming up with something better. Like I wouldn't have done that. I would have done this, that, right. and the other, and then dropped him out the window. You know, like mm -hmm. yeah, I wouldn't just went to the grave site at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Let it go. <laughs> like Let you, it go. you, you got to move go. on. If you don't, you might just resurrect your demons. Exactly. Um, what about what about you, Charlie? What's what's the staying power for uh, slasher movie for Jason for you? What what keeps it interesting and worth talking about for two hours? Um, for me, I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm asking, I don't know. I just love it. Fair. Um, That's amazing. I, I I like how how they can come up with the creative ways to to kill people. Mm -hmm. uh, also I mean, fair. That's, that's you know uh, maybe it maybe it maybe it's more along the lines of uh, it's kind of like the same thing over it. It's kind of like comfort. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's the same pattern mm -hmm. like you got you got your comfort food well i got my comfort horror movie exactly that's, yeah. that's that's jason Voorhees. no like exactly. I, I totally get that like what i would consider my comfort movies are not like normal comfort movies like no. points some star wars like okay some people are like that with star wars 
But, you know, movies like this, movies no. like Predator, Alien, like these nostalgic movies that Psych I... Psychoway camp. Like, I can't explain all of it. Like, some of it's just interesting. Uh, like, um, you know, we were... Uh, Boop and I were talking about this earlier because um, they were on a podcast uh, just last night. I uh, was with, talking about the Sally House. Yeah, with the Bombad cast. We highly recommend you check out not only that episode, but select episodes. Vet them first. We we love those boys. Your discretion uh, advised. Some of those episodes get a little weird. They get rowdy. Um, But anyway, uh, so talking about the Sally House, a haunted house Mm, of sorts. An extremely haunted house. You know, you were asked and you brought up like, you know, I think I just, I like this because it, uh, well, in your, in your own words, like, why is it like, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. At the end of the podcast, Scotty asked me, do you think you, or how do you come down from the high feelings of researching stuff like this or talking about it? And I, I had a realization of, I don't think I ever do come down from it because it's such a part of my routine. Like, like you said, it's very comforting to have something interesting, I guess, um, it, I'm, I'm not saying this right, but it's a comforting search for knowledge. And also it, some people like roller coasters. I cannot do roller coasters. I, J-Dub can attest to the fact that I cannot deal with any roller coasters. It was a very bad day. You, I had a full on panic attack on Expedition Everest at Disney. Do not recommend um, yeah, yeah I, I some oh, some people like roller coasters for some reason, but like, but it, I think it's a similar kind of high adrenaline experience to, yeah. you know, enjoy these movies. Like I, I'll toss on Hereditary sometimes just to feel something. It it's a yeah, great it's, feeling. It's, it's it's what you process and how you and it, yeah you, you know like. It's not scary to you, no, because it's so normal. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Like I, I enjoy watching horror movies. I mean, horror is a good sixty to seventy percent of what I consume in general. Yeah. So like, it's it's I'm used to it. Growing growing up, like I said, with my mom, this was almost celebrated. She was almost proud to have a kid that she could talk to about movies she liked. We had very different upbringings, and I think that's something <laughs> right. I think that's something like parentally relatable. It's just like, you know, when your kid likes your music, like you don't feel like mm-hmm. uh, there's a groan every time you put your favorite album on. There's almost this like, hey, can you <laughs> can you put on that cool butt rock album? Uh, you know, it's like, oh yeah, you know, like when somebody else yeah. likes um, like something you like like that, uh, it's really interesting and and it almost becomes something you you cultivate and celebrate. And so for me, like, I don't think it's weird, like talking about it or enjoying these movies because it was never made to be weird for me. It wasn't like you can't watch those. You shouldn't watch those or anything. Like it was always just, these are movies. These are what was available and accessible in my house. That's normal. Mm-hmm. It's actually less normal to watch like dramas and all this other stuff. Like people are surprised. Yeah. All the, I didn't watch the Muppets growing up. Okay, like, you I didn't, didn't. More people are surprised with that stuff than he didn't like, watch Sesame Street either. 
horror, sci-fi, all of that was more normal to my childhood development than actual childhood development shows. Never seen the Muppets in space. Never seen the Great Muppet Caper. So, you know, there's things like that where some people, like, maybe like, oh, like, you like those. That's a little weird. Aren't those scary? Aren't those gross? And blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you like that one kid's show. And I'll never tease someone for that because I like Star Wars. And it's no. that's made for children. I will watch Sesame Street any day of the week. You better believe. But, you know, it's it's one of those things. Like, I think it, it's only weird depending on your perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so... Your focus determines your reality. I didn't ask this question thinking uh, I would actually, like, have much of an answer. But, like, that would be my... Th- like, I, I think... Why do we still talk about it? Why is it still fun and interesting? I think it's just because it is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 some there's some things I wish people wouldn't think too much about, and then there's other things I wish people would think more about. Yeah. Um, and this falls in a weird category of both. Like, think of horror not just in it's gross, it's exploitive, it's just you know lesser film. Think of it's it's actual art, it's actual creativity, like it's legit. Why won't more horror movies win awards? That's stupid. Mm-hmm. But also, don't think so seriously about it that it's like, oh, are we raising murderers by letting youths watch this movie? Mm-hmm. No. no. Yeah, I think that's the fear. <laughs> like, I think that's yeah. the fear. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a... Raising this. Yeah, are we raising the next Jason Voorhees? I, I, there's so many other contributing factors, in my opinion, to what, like, whenever people, when people blame video games, when people blame the internet, when people blame, blame music, there's so many other things that make your kids screwed up, and one of them is probably you, Mom. Probably. <laughs> no offense, but, like, the, the video games were probably the outlet um, mm-hmm. for the other stuff. Like, I'm not, I'm not a psychologist. Get your kid in therapy if you're worried about these things. But Please, like, get your kid in therapy in general. Don't blame horror movies for bad people. <laughs> Please stop. Um, I'm a delight to be around. Heck, the what what was it? It was the taxi driver. Not even a horror movie that inspired a man to kill a man. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, come on. I, not even that. You remember the Domino's campaign with the Noid? Mm-hmm. There was a dude who was convinced that they were talking to him. Yep. Because his last name was Noid. That inspired somebody to kill. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, I can't say that, you know, any drug PSA I've ever heard has, if anything, that stuff taught, yeah, where to get drugs. Like, right. How to, what, how to ask for a roach. I, I didn't know what tennis shoes on a power line meant well, until I heard about it in dare. But that's, that's the thing, right? Is this like, do we, do we think that running anti-drug campaigns raises drug dealers no so no. why do we think like watching scary movies inspires scary people like it just doesn't work that Calm way down. Because, because when you watch scary movies it releases demons into your it's home. true don't oh, watch hocus gosh. pocus kids yeah don't watch hocus pocus that witchcraft oh. is going to come out and get you Those i demons. can't wait oh my gosh well just take I, me home <laughs> i condone horror movies i think they're uh, amazing. I'm with Charlie. Let uh, there's a great number of them that I would call comfort movies. Absolutely. Um, and you know, hopefully, we've made Jason more interesting because you know one of the things that happens with an iconic thing like a hockey mask and a machete is you you see just that, but there's so much built into 
mm-hmm. this character. Like we've talked about, it's a legacy. Know, it speaks to PTSD with victims. It speaks to um, you know generational traumas. It also just mm-hmm. deals with the fact that you know, like leave your demons buried. Mm-hmm. You know that. Just do it. Dead is better. Dead is you better. Can't off, you can't you just can't get off of that buriedness. No, we can't. Uh, all right. It supports therapy. Uh, you know, all kinds of things. Like, supports arts and crafts. Jason and Friday the 13th is more interesting than I think a lot of people give it credit for. And so um, you can rent any of them on uh, Amazon or YouTube, but you can definitely watch uh, a handful of them on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I recommend it. I mean... They're, they're all really fun, despite what we've said of some of them. Mm-hmm. There may be some a select few. made lesser than others, but they are all fun. Yeah. Uh, except Jason Goes to Hell, skip that one. No horror franchise has a perfect record other than Child's Play. And Gremlins. And Gremlins. And Gremlins. Yes. And Gremlins. Is that horror, though? I guess. It's, yes. It's horror uh, comedy. Yeah. It's horror comedy. Mm-hmm. It's comedy. Is it? It's comedy. Uh, it's it's horror. It's, cool. it's horror. Um, uh, anyway, you, know, you know what is? You know what is? First of all, thank you, uh, Charlie Justice. Thank you guys for, thank you for guys. coming along. Love you, boys. Um, if you want to get fit, if you are now frightened of Jason and want to get fit. Uh, you changed your handle, but uh, Gorilla Intensity Workout will train you to beat the yes. slasher uh, in you or against you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Work it into your own uh, <laughs> merchandise. Justice. And also, Justice is a sweetheart. Yeah, absolutely. Get to hang out with he him. will prepare you to beat. There you go. Gorilla Intensity. There you go. Um, train, train to be the final girl in your own movie. Exactly. Put that uh, on Tee Public <laughs> tonight. If, if you get that tea, I will buy it. There you uh, go. You know what? Coming up. Um, I'm going to make a crop top just for you, Charlie. If if you want uh, your final moments uh, in a slasher film documented uh, beautifully, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, check mm-hmm. out Charles uh, and his Charles. Who's Charles? Uh, Charlie. <laughs> Chuck. Charlie. Uh, Chuck. Chuckles. Uh, check out Charlie and his. Uh, I mean, it's Charles, too. Okay. I know. Yeah. Um, Anyway, check out Charles and his photography. He's amazing. Um, and then, obviously, we're here. I'm here. As we've already said, all the important links are in the description. So, uh, really, the only other thing to do is to let you know what we're talking about next week. Which, again, we are going spooky. So, oh, we're continuing that trend. So spooky. Um, arguably, something more spooky than Friday the 13th. One of my um, favorite horror novels of all time. And... This will be, uh, on record, my first time seeing this movie. What? I love the lighting. Yes. Yeah. So, without further ado, uh, let's see what we're talking about next week. Somewhere between science and superstition. There is another world. The world of darkness. Nobody expected it. Nobody believed it. And nothing could stop it. There are no experts. 
You probably know as much about possession as most priests. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. I'm telling you that that thing upstairs isn't my daughter. Now, I want you to tell me that you know for a fact that there's nothing wrong with my daughter except in her mind. You tell me you know for a fact that an exorcism wouldn't do any good. You tell me that! The one hope. The only hope. The exorcist. The Dibble. The Dibble's coming to nerd her. <laughs> Touted as one of the scariest movies ever. Uh, I never believed for it. For its time. so I never watched it. Uh, for its time. For for you, dear listeners and watchers and people of the night, I'll do it for you. One of my favorite horror movies. One of my favorite horror novels. I adore The Exorcist. And I have no opinion yet. Yes. Uh, so you'll have to tune in next week for whatever opinion I form about this movie and Pazuzu. And you know uh, that I will watch it for my amusement. Yes, uh, and for you. Uh, and you don't even get the reference. It's bound, it's bound to be a good time. And so, um, yeah. Without further ado, I guess you just be here next week when we go yep. live to have that conversation. I'm gonna go fun. play on the uh, the spirit board. Over there. Yes, uh, we're going to go talk to uh, Beelzebub through the, the Ouija. Captain Howdy. Um, and uh, we'll be back next week. But in the meantime, remember to stay spooky. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee.